Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yeah. And today's title is Abracadabra. Yes, I create as I speak. Woo! Affirmative prayer is the most powerful force we have at our disposal. It elevates our consciousness, <laughs> amplifies the power of our word, and unites us with the all-powerful love of God. <laughs> the only ingredients necessary are a little willingness, an open mind, and belief. And during the second segment, Michael Harney, funniest thing fan and actor on the Emmy Award-winning series Orange is the New Black, chops in to read and discuss the daily word, which is pray for others. Yes, it is. And why don't you tell them about the word abracadabra? And, and then you got to tell them how it came. Well, I'll tell them what it is, and then you tell them how the whole thing fell oh, into place. Why don't I just tell them straight away? Last week we were getting ready for the show. We're sitting, or no, we had probably had just done the last week's show. We were at the chapel on Thursday on pa- Pauline Books and Media, our favorite little chapel where we go to meditate. Our, the daughters of St. Paul reside in the, the upper Pauli- floors. Right, the St. Pauli girls. We were partying with them on Sunday. If you want to see the pictures from all of that, you can go on our Funniest Thing uh, Facebook fan page, and you can see all those pictures. Boy, I don't think you want to see that picture. <laughs> we were comfortably nunned, you might say. But uh, while we're sitting in the chapel, we I had a recollection of remember, two things that we heard, Hocus Pocus and Abracadabra, and what their real meanings were. And we had heard that Hocus Pocus, you know, the magician uh, phrase, had was really like a... They, is, uh, some believe, at least, that it was just like uh, people sort of mocking some phrase that they used in the Catholic Mass when they turned the body, right. the bread into the body. From Latin. From Latin. And then Daryl remembered abracadabra also had a similar meaning. And when he looked it up. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's we were, what he said. This is perfect for a show about prayer and praying for others. That's right. Because we discovered that abracadabra. Yes. Is believed to come from. Aramaic. Aramaic. The meaning of which is, I create as I speak. Right. So Jesus spoke Aramaic. So he was likely to have said abracadabra. When he was talking about your words have power. Yes. Remember yes. what he said as your book goes out, it never returns. Right. And he uh, frequently referred to himself as the word created. You know, my word does not go out. 
void or it returns to that's, me. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah, the yes. word goes out and it's going to come back. Yes. With whatever you sent it out with. Yes. So uh, he would go, watch this, guys. Abracadabra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, things would happen. And, and we have some good readings to go along with this. And we have oh some good God. stories to go along oh, with this. Are we going to kick it off with that story? That's what we were going to kick it off with. You reminded me earlier. From yesterday? Yeah, because that everything falls into place whenever we're in that consciousness of whatever it is we're really in love doing. Yes. And, you know, well, whether it's the show so or we, whether, yes. whether it's something you're looking forward to. Yes. And that's what this is all about. Yeah, so we were getting ready for the show, which is all about the my word. I create as I speak that our words have power that when we speak things it actually creates and 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 you know the being about praying for others we've had a lot of examples when we pray for others m- miracles really do occur all around us yes. right and so we had a great story let's do our breathing and our readings and then tell the story because okay. it was so amazing what happened yesterday when Daryl and I went to a place we never go out to eat and it's always the and case someone, some, the most colorful character i've ever met jumped out of nowhere out of nowhere give us the best example of creating with your words, praying for others, and how words have power. Okay, so what are we starting off with? Our breaths? Yes. You said it earlier. It was good. Hmm. You just said it. Let's see here. Whenever I pray, God hears what I say. Yes! Yes. Okay, so whenever I pray, God hears what I say. Let's take a breath to clear our mind. Uh, I don't know about you all, but we've been up to a lot of stuff. Now here we are on the air. It's time to get into our bodies and have a good time. So, whenever I pray, God hears what I say. Uh, Whenever I pray, God hears what I say. Uh, Whenever I pray... God hears what I say. Ah. All right, so let's kick off some good readings about prayer. And then we'll share affirmative affirmative prayer. Yes. Because that's what Jesus taught. Yeah, Jesus was often talking about talking to people about uh, not beseeching, as we call it. We call it the beseechers. When we see a group of people who are praying and they look forlorn all the time, and it's more about like, woe is me kind of prayer, and I hope God will respond, and this and that. That's like beseeching, right? That's well, like, yeah. That's almost like. Well, I used to think if I didn't look like I was beaten enough. And in enough pain, then God wouldn't answer my prayer. And it's almost like, like Jesus said, what I can do, you can do more, right? Like, whatever, you, know, you can do all this and more. But a lot of people, whatever in the past, I, I didn't, can do, you can do, do better. better. Anything I can do, you can do better than me. I think we even sung that before. <laughs> well, I find so much more joy in life. And if I really believe what Jesus said in that yes. statement and saying, I can do it too, right? I mean, I'll call in. Jesus, I'll call in the angels to help really give power, you know, like to chime in and support my prayers. But the bottom line is we are a channel for God's love and grace to come and come into the world. And it's exciting to pray with that in mind. So we with have some good readings. Yeah, enthusiasm. enthusiasm. It actually means with God. And in, yeah, in spirit, right? Yes. Like really praying from God. And here we go. This is from February 4th, A New Day. And all the books we refer to on today's episode, you can find them all at goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed. Yeah, for those of you who still need to remember, www.goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed. Yeah, one word. And it's uh, prayer is not overcoming God's reluctance. It is laying hold of his highest willingness, and that's by Richard C. Trench. (laughs) And it goes on to say, the concept of a stern and reluctant God is rooted deeply in some of us. Perhaps it has been difficult to let go of the idea that God is judgmental and punishing. We may have felt that God has not forgiven us, or because we have not yet forgiven ourselves, we may feel undeserving of his love even now. Yes. Through our own experience... 
We have come to believe that God is loving and caring. It is our firm conviction that he wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. Today, we absolutely insist on enjoying our relationship with God. Yes. For we know with certainty that he is always, that he is and always will be a positive force in our lives. We pray not to overcome the harsh judgment of a reluctant God, and this is the best part, yes. but to join forces with a kind and loving Father. Yes. See, that's awesome, because to me, prayer more and more is really me getting myself clear on how loving and joyous God really is, and then just letting that flow through me because it feels so good. It's really the feeling of freedom that I get and the joy that I get when I imagine good happening yes. for others or good happening in my own life. That alone That's the prayer. is worth prayer. Yeah, that, that is the prayer. And then we just let it go and amazing things happen. Well, because that automatic, that's the raise in our consciousness. That's all it is. Yeah. And if we just do that on a regular basis throughout our day, Everything yes. seems to work out perfectly as long as we're letting go of how it should work out. That's right. That's right. And in Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes on page 458, there's a little section called A Formula for Effective Prayer. And he references Matthew 21, uh, verse 21 and 22 in that. But here we go. It says, the things we need, we are to ask for and we are to believe that we receive them says, when we pray, we are to believe that we have. We are surrounded by a universal law which is creative. It moves from the thought to the thing. And unless there is first an image, it cannot move, for there would be nothing for it to move toward. Prayer, which is a mental act, must accept its own answer as an image in mind before the divine energies can play upon it and make it productive. As we must plant a seed before we can reap a harvest, so we must believe our prayers can be answered. Prayer should reach a point of acceptance, an unqualified and undisputed place of agreement. If we wish to pray for a home, we should take the idea of a house with us into the silence and meditate upon its actual being. We should believe that we have and own a home, but we should leave the idea free to fulfill itself without any definite choosing of how, where, why, or when. In this way, we pray aright, and when we so pray, we pray effectively. God wills us to have everything. As we express life, we fulfill God's law of abundance. But we do this only as we realize that there is good enough to go around, only as we know that all of God's gifts are given as freely and fully as the air and the sunshine, alike to all. Yeah, I mean, it really means... You, you are not only allowed to enjoy the feeling of seeing whatever your desire is already accomplished, yes. but it's actually recommended. Yes. And in Florence Scovel's Shin, when we do that, and here's Florence Scovel's Shin from The Power of the Spoken Word on page 64, if you have this book, it says, we must stop planning, plotting, and scheming and let infinite intelligence solve the problem in its own way. Our part is to prepare for our blessings and follow our intuitive leads. And what we were talking earlier, I was sharing with Ed when he read that, I go, when I'm thinking of the positive desired outcome and enjoying that feeling and that yeah. thought in my head, it actually alleviates any of my tendency to feel like I better start planning and plotting and scheming. It like yes. alleviates that. Yeah. And then I just go about my business with that joyful attitude of, yeah. wow, God's working on this. Yes. And that's when I'm open to like unexpected, intuitive guidance. Yes. yes. And then it's like, wow, how did this happen? Yes. And just like yesterday's experience. Right. Let me just share this quick Catherine Ponder affirmation that I use because he, we have to, when we're in the middle of what we perceive to be a problem, I have to find a way to get my mind to let go of the problem and allow God to start flowing again. I mean, there's a bunch on this prosperity decrees by Catherine Ponder, but the first one, which I love, is I do not depend upon persons or conditions for my prosperity. I bless persons and conditions as channels of my prosperity, but God is the source of my supply. God provides his own amazing channels of supply to me now. And I like that because a lot of what, Real affirmative prayers, getting our mind off the conditions that are already here and getting back in touch with the limitless potential of God, which will flow and create new 
conditions and new opportunities. Yeah, because when I'm thinking about my problems, I'm in the problem. When yes. I'm thinking about God and not trying to figure out how the solution come about, then I'm in the solution. And yes. funniest thing, that's a perfect um, affirmation to go right into this from You Unlimited by Norman Lund. And yes. it says, the whole law of affirmative prayer is... Focus your full attention on the solution, not on the problem. Remove your attention completely from the problem. To pray affirmatively, first identify yourself as the knowing child of God. Jesus did this when he said, I thank thee, Father, that thou hearest me, and I know that thou hearest me always. Then, give thanks that the solution is now manifest. See the solution. Yes. Feel the solution. Realize the solution, know the solution, and do not waver in your knowing. Dude, let me tell you this two minute, like a one minute story about me driving my son to school the other day. We're driving to school. We're all, we, we've been leaving earlier and earlier. We've been doing great getting there on time. First, the one street is like crawling, right? Then it's they're doing construction, which we know is a California thing to start construction at 8 a.m. on the most busy street in L.A. That's right. So then we now, so so we've started taking a shortcut. We take the short, I mean, a, a sort of a roundabout way, but still gets a detour. Thank you. We go uh, about a, an eighth of a mile. There's news vans and police pointing us. We can't go that way. So that points us about five miles back to the other direction, to a freeway. So long story short, my prayer became, because I was so tempted to blow up, I just started praying to the angels, to Jesus, to God. Just show me a way so I don't just blow up. You know, like I don't blow up in rage. Because that's I was too right. uh, too far gone. I was like, all I wanted to do was not blow up in rage, basically. And so I just kept praying that, and you know, we started finding our way there. We we ended. It was amazing how far out of the way we went. We ended up being about three to five minutes late. But uh, right before we got to school, this actually was the thought that answered my prayer. I told my son Elliot. I said, "Hey." They should give us an award for trying so hard to get here. Right. You know, because I was thinking of them giving us the punishment slip. Yeah. So I was like, the award should be, wow, you guys just drove all the way out of the way to get here. So we were laughing. We walked up. I said to the lady who hands out the slips, I said, I'm ready for my award for what I just drove through to get here. And she said, huh, funny thing. We're not giving out slips today. We heard about all the traffic out there. So don't even worry about it. Go on in. Oh, isn't that perfect how that works out? Yes. It always works out when we practice turning it over, turning it over, turning it over. And the other day, uh, this is the story we were talking about in the beginning, just yesterday. So we were already focused on what the show is going to be about. Yes. We're all hyped up about the power of the spoken word. And we really never know exactly what readings or what direction it's really going to go until usually the day or day before the show. Yeah, and then sometimes the hours before the whole thing will change change because God gives us so many good examples. Yeah, we're open to that. So yesterday, for some reason, I had this weird, we hooked up earlier in the day before lunch, and I had this weird idea to go to this, like, weird uh, food course. I know, it's interesting because Daryl kept saying, my gallbladder's too hot. I think I should eat sushi. We should go here. And he kept saying, sushi, sushi, sushi. Let's go to this Japanese market. And I was like, all right. Which we never do. Yeah. So I never eat sushi. We go to this obscure place in L.A., which is like a food court in a mall, but it's just all Japanese. Yeah, it's like a big Japanese supermarket with a giant food court, and they sell all kinds of stuff. And pretty much everyone in there is Japanese except myself and Ed. Yeah. So we don't know what anything is on there. We're just guessing. Yeah, they have have little pictures and, and sculptures of the food so we can point to it and say we want that. Yeah, just by look. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we Ed picks this chair, the seating area in a place within this giant right near the food. restaurant where I ordered because there's a bunch of them all around yeah. there, yeah. Right around the square there. Exactly, like any other food court. So he picks this spot. Could have been anywhere in a million and one seats. Just I sit down next to him, and just as we sit to rest for the food to come. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I feel like these arms come around me like Godzilla. This was like a Tasmanian devil of love, tornado of energy that came upon us. Yeah, you're going to have to tell the rest of this story because you saw it more than I yeah, was. It, and it was your friend, Jennifer. She came jumping up and down. She couldn't wait. She couldn't believe she was oh, seeing you. First of all, I haven't seen this in, what, in a while. In like a, five years. Five years. She's a friend of mine. Still on Facebook, but I haven't seen her in person. She's an actress here in L.A. Her name yeah. is Jennifer Eagle. And I forgot all about what she was about to jump in and start telling me. And she goes bananas about, 
I can't believe I'm seeing you right now. Thank you. Thank you for your words. Your words. What you said that day. What you said that day. <laughs> I had. She said, I had just lost my dog had just passed, and I loved that dog for 14 years, and I couldn't imagine going on, and I wasn't going to get another one. And your words, your words, I couldn't believe you said this to me, but because you did, I got a new dog, and I love that dog, and that dog is healthy. What? And what were the words that you said to her? I didn't even remember the words. You remember now? Yeah, now I remember, because okay. she told me yesterday, she goes, I was just telling you, I just lost my dog the day before, yeah. and I was terrible, and I couldn't re- ever replace I said... Well, why don't you get another dog? And she goes, I can never replace that dog. It's been through so much for me. And 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 then I said to her, well, it's not replacing the dog. It's just continuing the love. Yes. And she says, do you know this is the anniversary? Yeah, it was five years ago. Five years ago when it was uh, on a Sunday, when Valentine's Day, yeah. on a Sunday, and it was at 11 in the morning. I remember when I saw her on that Sunday. Yeah. And she ended up that day going to a rescue and getting the new dog. Yeah, and it was all, and she kept saying, it was like it was made, she wanted to make sure we said it on our show. Your words, because you said that one thing, it blessed me, and I was able to go get a dog, and I got it that day, and it was a series of funniest things that led me to this dog. And I know we're going over, but this is the thing. When you're applying, like doing this and being a channel for good, you don't even know how God's going to use you, because I couldn't even remember those Words and I don't even know why I said that. Or, That's right. But it, it just—it's amazing how we're used by God and That's how right. wonderful and what and how our words create. Yep. And you probably did your morning routine that day and just went about your business and said the loving thing and it worked. All right. So coming up next, Michael Harney, funniest thing fan and actor on the Emmy Award-winning series Orange Is the New Black, drops in to read and discuss the Daily Word. Pray for others. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. What is called the pants? Take eight. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The path to God is not long or difficult or complex. Wherever I am, whatever I am doing, I pause and bring awareness to the one spirit that is within me. I open my mind to the thought of one creative energy enlivening me and the world. I open my heart to the one love that is the essence of life. This love, God's love, is within us all. Spirit needs no books or rituals, wealth or architecture to reveal itself. It is as intimate as a touch and as vast as the infinity of space. I am at peace in the simple knowing that wherever I am, God is. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word digital magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, 
focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on a Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at thing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around for our second segment. Today's t- title is Abracadabra. I create as I speak, and this is the time where we thank the listeners. But I got to say one more thing about the end of that story we told. Sure, you do. What? Well, the amazing thing was that day after she she went right out. That oh yeah, day, she got to share this. Like she didn't even waste any time from right. like to think I'm going to continue grieving or what that person said was a great idea. She jumped on. Yeah, the funniest thing, the hunch, the, the hunch, the inspired the, direction. Uh, yeah, she didn't stall and go. No, I want to grieve more about my dog. She took. What did she call it, your friends call it marinating. Yeah, when they want to marinate in it, <laughs> and she just went out. She said, "I went straight to where the rest, not the rescue, where the what's it called, the, the pound, the pound." Because she didn't want to go to a rescue shelter where the dogs were already safe. She wanted to go to the dog. She quote, "We're on death row." She yeah. wanted to get a dog, and she even imitated with the handcuffs on their yes, paws, ready yes, to go to the yes. gas chamber. Yes. So she went to where she remembered where it was. Yes. And it wasn't there, but it was next to this YMCA. Yes. So she she sees this guy leaving the YMCA and something inside in a her sailor said, suit. In a not in a sailor Uh-oh. suit. <laughs> This is 2015. Oh, right, right. So anyway, she sees this guy in a uh, coming out of the gym, and her 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 hunch, her loving part, says, "Ask him where it is. He'd know where it was because he works out here all the time." Yeah. But then inside's going, "No, Jennifer, don't ask. Yeah, why don't ask. would he know? Don't ask. Don't ask." And she said, "She before she could think think, she said, do you know where the kennel was or the the pound?'" Was that was here, and he goes. Matter of fact, I do. They just moved it to this other street. Yes. She goes straight there. She gets the take her right to the dogs. She sees this little girl dog. Uh She looks in, and the dog nipped her nose, and she said, "That's the dog." Yeah. Because it was so excited to see her. she, She she understood that the dog was nipped her because. The dog wasn't feeling well, you know, and yes. needed some medicine and needed some care. But she knew that that was a loving. Yeah. That it, and five years later, she said that dog's fat, healthy and happy. That's right. And transformed her life for the better. All right. So let's thank our listeners now, that's such right. as we wouldn't have a show without our listeners. We got the best listeners in the business. And yes, we, we, we appreciate everything you send us and share with us. Yeah, yeah. It really has saved our wives a lot of trouble of having to listen to us all the time. Yes, it has. So uh, we want to thank, at this time also, uh, Blind Bobby Biggs. Um, oh, he wrote us some great Twitter mail. Yeah, Blind Bobby Biggs became a, a fan of our show just a, almost a year ago. He and, said something so amazing to us. Yes, and we've been touched through Twitter. Yeah, and we thank all of our Twitters out there. The Bing the Bing, Bing, Bing Cocktail, the uh, Shockley events with that white shock of hair. Yeah, Little Quinn Jr. Little Quinn Jr. We love you all. So Blind Bobby Biggs, a.k.a. who also goes by Ace, said, I'm going to take the prayer chaplain training in two and a half weeks at Unity of Tampa. I figured the best way to learn how to use affirmative prayer is to pray for others and learn how to do it. Oh, my God. This is perfect for today's show. I know. Show. And we got that today. We got that yeah. this morning. He said, becoming a member of Unity has been the best thing that I have done for myself in a long, long time. Thank you guys for showing me the truth about Unity. I would not have become a member of Unity if it was not for you guys. Becoming a member of Unity was not an easy choice for me to make, but I know was the right choice for me to make. Thank you guys for all your help. I love you guys and look forward to tonight's episode of Funniest Thing. Yeah, and and Ed and I encourage you to find whatever works best for you. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be unity. Yeah, it could be any any type of of, of religious uh, denomination right. that you find calls to you. That's right. And don't feel the good story. The backstory to this is you don't have to feel guilty or ashamed 
if you feel it's time to grow and and develop some more yeah. with your uh, religious beliefs, yeah, because unity was originally designed as like a supplement to whatever religion you already were attending, right? And Brian Bobby Biggs, when we first when he first started listening to yeah. our show, was actually going through a tough time yeah. of, of guilt yeah. and being ashamed. Because he was feeling, he was believing in a punishing God. Yeah, someone actually told him in, in a prayer meeting that his blindness was caused by God. Because like of, as a punishment. As a punishment. So he, yeah. he was actually sh- had enough courage to want to grow beyond that belief. Yes. And we're just here and grateful that he has and we support him and pray for him and everyone else growing in their religious beliefs. Yeah, we mentioned our Facebook p- fan page earlier, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, and we want to encourage you to go there. we got great videos. Every day now we have stuff that we've been creating that's coming up. Funny pictures, inspiring stuff, quotes, hope and healing, mental health resources. Oh, Recently right. jumped on board there, and we want to thank them. So they have a great guide for all the mental health resources in San Diego. That's Sharon Levine who made that. And we also want to thank Neva Lee Rekla, as well as her parents, Justin and Tanya, who we just met recently. That's right, in Laguna Beach. Yeah, at one of our friends, Stephanie Havelka's house. The- Speaking of Stephanie Havelka, who's been on the show several times yeah. and started as a fan, we got some great news from her. Oh, yes. She's starting a Funniest thing study group in Laguna Beach. That's right. And we were we were so blown away by that. Because she was actually so enthusiastic, saying, "Yeah, we just listened to the show, and then we and I had been about thinking it. that at one point. It was just popped in my head, like this would be great if I found this stuff. We have over ninety, almost a hundred episodes on these specific topics of prayer and living a faithful life, and you know, joyful life, and, and so we, and we read from such a varied amount of uh, literature, whether yeah. it's uh, all different brands of Christianity, yeah. Catholicism to unity to." I mean, some of Daryl's more obscure gurus. <laughs> some of my obscure gurus. But the thing is, all you really need is a podcast and two or more people, and you got yourself a study group. That's right. So now we want to take the time to thank our, our friend behind the boards who makes every show at Unity Online Radio sound just delicious, as right. Daryl's friends say. The chief engineer, uh, Jeff Comfort. That's right, because, you know, each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Oh, and today our listeners, just so they know, he's wearing his protective welding goggles. Yes, he is. And now it's time we always give, especially on a show about praying for others, but every week we give a shout-out to the prayer line, which is 800-NOW-PRAY, or 800-669-7729. Just last week, we during this segment, we talked about how my mom had, had a cold, and we were affirming that she could let it go, even though the doctor told her, you're going to be carrying that thing for 30 days. We said, you, got it. you don't have to carry it for that. Long. I know, and she was in Texas visiting my brothers. Within a couple days, it was gone. Yes, it was. She let go of the idea that she had to carry it for 30 days, so that was a good idea. And uh, this is a great, it's, this is non-denominational, there's no obligation to call, this has been around for nearly 100 years. Yeah, oh my God, it's so positive, it's so loving, They just re, it's just such a good reminder that God is a loving, flowing, constant source of well-being for us and, 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 and joy, for, we can pray for ourselves or others, and it, it really does the trick. And now we get to the Daily Word segment. The Daily Word is a daily uh, morning meditation that yeah, comes it, from uh, an inspired reading and Bible verse that's yes. published through Unity. And you could order a subscription or see it online for free at dailyword.com. That's right. That's right. And on today's Daily Word segment... We have a very special guest. That's right. A friend uh, of ours and now hopefully a friend. Also a friend of Pauline Books and Media, the Daughters of St. Paul. That's actually how we know him. That's right. He knows the uh, St. Pauli girls. That's right. And that is Michael Harney. How you doing, everybody? Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, man, goodness. it's great to be here. Oh, man, it is so good to have you. You know, we both love you, and it's always good seeing you every Saturday. Not to mention the relief we feel when a guest comes on, because we're just like little kids trying to get this, keep the ship moving. And then when a nice, mature adult like yourself comes in, we just relax, and we know we're in good hands. Why, why am I the mature adult in the crowd? <laughs> well, you, you, well, you're like Mo. Hey, you're like Mo in the Three Stooges, man. I mean, he wasn't oh, that mature. Oh, cool. Okay, I could do that. He just like knew how to cur- keep like us in curly. our place. I like curly. Oh, yeah. I could see you being curly. We could trade off. So uh, let's see here. 
We would, yeah, well, let's do it. Yeah, would you mind reading today's daily word for our listeners? It's, it's a privilege for me to read it. Today's reading is uh, Pray for Others. As we pray together, we are one in spirit. When someone wants a greater expression of health, wealth, or loving relationships, I start by recognizing that their desires are the same as mine. The same feelings and needs echo in both of our hearts. To pray for others, I close my eyes and I fall silent. As I settle down, I invite spirit within me to express through my thoughts and prayers. My mind becomes quiet, and I feel the source of vibrant health, generous wealth, and unconditional love enfolding me. I listen to the insights of spirit, and words of truth arise. I see that others and I are one. I desire for others what I want for myself. We share the same spirit, draw from the same well of truth, and know the power of our oneness in God. Mm. And in Thessalonians uh, 1, 2, it says, We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers. Uh, you know, I would I would love Michael to come at my house at night and just read anything, <laughs> even the back, even like the back of the shampoo bottle, so I could go to sleep like a little baby because he has such a good voice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, a lot of night reading to my son, I'll tell you. I was going to ask, what what's your experience with praying for others, uh, Michael, if you don't mind sharing? On this? Yeah, I'd love to share. Um, my experience of uh, praying for others is kind of multifaceted. Um, for one thing, uh, sometimes I just try to get really quiet and be centered in what I would perceive as the Holy Spirit. And from there I get inspired. Uh, I start thinking of specific people. And they come into my mind and I just ask for intercession for them Mm -hmm. uh, through Jesus or the Blessed Mother or the angels and um, oftentimes I'm a Catholic so when I go to communion I ask that uh, the communion that I receive be shared with people that I uh, know specifically people that I may be having great problems with uh, yeah maybe involved in great conflict with at different points in my life and i find that uh through praying for them and through being uh sort of a vessel for myself uh of that power of that spirit uh it frees me up mm. yes from resentment you know and uh they may not feel differently about me, but as long as I don't wish them any harm and I'm really working to ask the Lord to bless them in the greatest way that he can, then that's really a, a wonderful uh, walk for me. Um, uh, and, and in that way, that person becomes my teacher. No matter what they've done, no matter what they've, uh, you know, they've put me or somebody that I've loved through, they become my teacher because they have gotten me to a position of surrender in prayer. Yes. You know, so uh, that's a that's that's the beginning of our conversation. Oh, that is great. Because yeah, let, me, let me just tell you, Mike, ahead. every penny we paid to get you on this show just paid off because Daddy's home, man. That was that's it, awesome. Mike. I'm excited. And yeah, I appreciate I, I appreciate that money. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> no way. The check, we don't have your address, but the check is in the mail. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't take money. No, listen. When you were sharing that, as you were winding it up, I was thinking when you were getting to the the conclusion of how you pray, I was thinking, yes, because it 
it doesn't just, it's like, like you said, it frees me up to learn from the other person, but it also, my consciousness is now lifted. It's free from any of these, like, these negative, you know, fear inspired constraints of resentment, anger. I got to make sure they see my side. And now it allows God to work through me and heal the situation or, or even maybe not through me. I mean, now I'm just, now I'm not one more obstacle in the flow of God's love towards that person, towards myself, towards the relationship, because we're really here to learn how to, Love one another and encourage one another and not fight and compete with each other. Yeah, and our love really, I love it what you said because I've found that my love really is meant to be given away and it really does multiply when I do that. And in the way that you, that that way you suggested, the way that you practice to free yourself up so that your love can flow again freely is awesome and very inspiring. I think it's, it's, uh, may I say something else? Yeah. <laughs> uh I um it also sometimes it, it it inspires me that prayer inspires me to take actions uh you know with these individuals in my life that I'm having conflict with uh that are life affirming and some of those actions are very difficult to take. Um and may not bring this person whoever they are uh joy. It may it may be tough for them. But through guidance, uh, through my own support team, and predominantly through prayer, I find that the actions that come from that place of prayer are really the most life-affirming thing that I can do. Um, yes, the most, yes. The most loving thing that I can do. Yeah. I can't believe you're bringing this up, because just today I read a comment by George Lois, who was one of the greatest advertising geniuses ever, and he actually said situations like this that you know whether you're doing something that you know is the right thing but some other people may not see it that way at first or even in the times when you're criticizing someone's creative accomplishment no one might like it at the moment but in the long run yeah they will come to thank you for it as long as it's coming from this higher place of right. love and not just a selfish desire to get your way in that moment. Yeah, dude, and, and that's been my experience when people, totally. the people who called me out and who too call me out. Yes, it's uh, like that famous uh, quote. You know, the truth will set you free, but it'll piss you off first. Amen. You know, yes. and, Amen. and it's always I get the chills because every time I get hit with it, I want to say no. Like I, yes, but. If I just let it wash over me, consider what was presented, I usually end up now sooner than later respecting and being grateful for what they presented to me. Well, I was thinking when you guys were talking that prayer is like plugging back into the creative creative source of life, of love. So because it's usually my own will or my own sometimes my own ignorance has led me to this place that i don't know any better anymore i need some i need new ideas new insights new love to flow through to create something new in my life so by turning getting to that point like you said of surrender and so that i can receive some new inspiration new insight and then then to have the courage to take action from that place like that is what is freeing me from so much of the things that used to uh, kind of entrap me or enslave me in the past it's giving me so the, the power to walk the path that I feel that God is asking me to walk. And you know what? And now actually Jeff is doing that right now by he was spinning around the clock. Oh, yeah. To let us know that we're coming up on our next oh, break. Oh, a great story, man. Oh, well. Well, can you tell it uh, when we come right back from the break? All right, sure. Stick around? Sure. All right, perfect. We would love that. All right, coming after the break, up after the break, Mike Harney is going to share a great story. Hang on, because I want to make sure this is a great story. So we need your feedback. So coming up after the break, we'll have that, the joke of the day, the listener mailbag, and more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The path to God is not long or difficult or complex. Wherever I am, whatever I am doing, I pause and bring awareness to the one spirit that is within me. 
I open my mind to the thought of one creative energy enlivening me in the world. I open my heart to the one love that is the essence of life. This love, God's love, is within us all. Spirit needs no books or rituals, wealth or architecture to reveal itself. It is as intimate as a touch and as vast as the infinity of space. I am at peace in the simple knowing that wherever I am, God is. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word Digital Magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome back to the third segment of Funniest Thing. Woo-hoo! And today's topic is abracadabra. I create as I speak, and it's all about prayer, affirmative yeah. prayer. Yeah, and praying for others. That's right. And, and the fact that prayer works. It really does. Yes, it does. The only scoffers at prayer are those who haven't tried it enough. There you go, that's like a, me sometimes. That's actually a line from uh, the 12 and 12, which is a book that they use in 12-step groups. I believe that one's from Alcoholics Anonymous. Fantastic. And so. Mike is our guest, Mike Harney, which we failed to let. Did we let him know that? We did at the top of the show, but we can mention it again. He doesn't like us to mention it. Well, we're going to slip it in anyway. All right. It's not, I mean, they can't see his face. so they don't. Spit it out. He's actually uh, one of the <laughs> cast members the three, original Three Stooges. Of the, no, no, no. <laughs> he is, he's actually, you probably wonder why that soothing voice. I think he's actually, I think he actually plays the therapist on Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. On Netflix. Yes, it is. So uh, what was the story you had to share, uh, Mike? So I was getting clean and sober a long time ago, right? And I'm hanging out, and we used to do what we call street lamp therapy in New York. And this guy, Leo, was a longshoreman. He had uh, half a nose, a cauliflower ear, and he was clean and sober probably, I don't know, that must have been 30 years at the time. And he became a close friend of mine. So we were doing street lamp therapy, and I went on and on and on about uh, this woman I was living with and complaining, and uh, he just sat there and listened under the streetlight, right? And it went on for about 20 minutes. He didn't say a word. He finally looked at me. He said, so you finished? I said, yeah. He said, you want to know what I think? I said, yeah. He said, you're no bargain either. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. My point is, even though, even though, like, I've cleaned up my life, right, and even though I may be on an upswing and I may be doing stuff that may be positive and constructive and life-affirming, uh, I can really uh, learn a lot from people who are not doing that and even yeah. people that are not doing that and affecting my life in a destructive way because I'm no different from them. I'm one yeah. step away from them. And so that awareness of being with them and not being any greater than them, but being, if anything, uh, learning from them is a really great position for me to be in, in terms of praying for them, Uh, especially knowing the stuff that I did years ago, you know, so it uh, comes full circle. It's awesome that you're on the show and you're sharing this stuff because I think what makes this show go is the fact that we come on here and it's all about how we attempt to apply this stuff. You know, we we succeed, we stumble, we laugh at ourselves. We don't we don't we don't uh, purport ourselves to be experts by any means. Where every day we get up, we practice. You know, we forget. Wait, 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 wait,
I did. Oh, dude, oh, wait. that was all. That was just hocus that pocus. Was jargon. That was just to get you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were going to be the expert now, but now we're finding out that you're not an expert That's either. Right. No, no way. <laughs> we're going to say have to say goodbye to you now, but there's, you just reminded me of the best line I ever heard was from a Marine Corps guy. I sergeant. The same thing when he what, said it. <laughs> it's similar to your experience. Thirty years ago, he goes, Fazaro, you want to know what the biggest room in your house is? And I was like, uh, the living room? And he said, no, you moron, the room for improvement. But he was right. Well, I thought you were going to tell the story where you had gone on and on about how your dad's passing had led to your, caused all the problem. You went on and on. And then he told, this is the the gold. What did he tell you? Yeah, I went on and on just like you about woe is me, all these things I had to overcome. It's a little boy. Wah, 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 wah. And he finally looks at me with a similar face as, oh, I guess you're done. And he says, you know what you are, Fazaro? You're a phony beep. (laughs) And it hurt at first, but then I felt relief. Like the jig is up. I don't have to, I don't have to carry this facade anymore. Yeah. You know, like you said, surrender, surrender, surrender. So thank you. So speaking of surrender, thank you so much for being on today's episode. Thanks, man. It's great to see you you guys. Yeah, we'll see see you this weekend. Yeah, Yeah, likewise. We love you, man. Take care. Love you, too. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. All right. So should we jump into a a quick reading? reading? Yeah. What was that reading? The reading is from Emmett. Is it it selfish? Because one of the things with prayer... Some people have the belief that when they when it comes to praying for yourself, it's selfish to pray for yourself. But what do have we learned? We have learned that that is bull. Because I'm going to read why. Yeah, why I, you read I, this is straight from Emmett Fox. Make your life worthwhile. And it says here: Is it selfish to pray for yourself? Some people think that it is, and say that you should pray only for others. But this, of course, is a foolish idea. You must pray for yourself constantly. In fact, you should spend more time praying for yourself than any other purpose. How could it be otherwise? We worship God by believing in him, trusting him, and loving him wholeheartedly. And we can attain to that only through prayer. The sole object of our being here is that we may grow like him. And we can do that only through prayer. It is impossible to make any spiritual progress unless we are trying to lead the Christ life. And we can do that only through prayer. Spiritual progress must be slow as long as we are worried, frightened, resentful, sick, and discouraged. And those things can be overcome only through prayer. It is a duty and a joy to help others wisely and to leave the world a better place than we have found it. And we can do that only through prayer. The more we pray for ourselves, the more power will our prayers have for any other purpose, whatever. So we see... That praying for ourselves is really the reverse of selfishness. It is truly glorifying God. Well, you know what? When we were talking about this earlier, it occurred to me that my words have the most power when I know that they work on me. When I'm sharing them from a place that I know they've worked on me, it seems like people so lovingly receive that. Yes. It's really easy for me to look at Daryl or my wife or, or Jeff Comfort over there and say, you should just do this. You should just do that. But if I haven't first learned that and applied that to myself, oh. people don't want to hear that stuff. But when I, it almost almost don't even have to say anything if I apply it to myself first. Oh my God! And I'm glad you bring it up because there's a prayer called the Third Step Prayer in Alcoholics Anonymous, and this one really gives gives the motivation of why we pray for ourselves. Yes. And it says this: It says, God, I offer myself to Thee to build with me and to do with me as Thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will. And here's the best part. Yes, indeed. Right here. Take away my difficulties, that victor over them may bear witness to those that would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. And I love that because sometimes I get upset and I want to be mad and full of self-pity over things or how long is this healing going to take right. or what's the use and then i remember wait a minute no i want to join forces with god to overcome this so i could inspire others yes. that, and be able to say funniest thing this prayer stuff really works totally totally i love it so here's a quick joke for you okay keep things rolling along and it goes like this at sunday school they were learning how god created everything including human beings Johnny was especially intent when the teacher told him how Eve was created out of one of Adam's ribs. You know that, right? 
That's a strange story, but yeah. Well, that's the way these things work. Later in the week, his mother noticed him lying down as though he were ill and said, Johnny, what is the matter? Johnny, looking really ill, holding his side and feeling all icky, said to his mother, I have a pain in my side. I think I'm going to have a wife. <laughs> all right. What's that I hear in the distance? Who is that? I'm listening. I recognize the sound of those little claws on the hardwood. And he did it. Day of the week. Thank you so much, as we got always. Two sunny ones. We'll grab that one. They look All right. Like they All right. Look like so here's a good one right beach here. Beach community letters. Yeah, this one comes from Stephanie Havelka from Laguna Beach, California, and she says, I just had a major epiphany. Since I told you some cool stories, I realized why they were all so successful. Because even though I had no way and no how, I felt what it would be like to attain what I was trying to attain. I did it by feeling first, and in every instance, that was the case. That's life with no obstacles. Allowing myself to feel success, and then success showed up via God. That's right. Yay. And on the 4th, she's going to be joining us to tell a great story yes, about yes. how something like that all came about. What else do we got? Uh, that's it for the mailbag. Why don't okay. you tell that quick story about how oh. you live in a loving world? And well, how you prove this. Well, yeah, I've dis- I realized I lost my pad, and yes. I'm like Linus without his blanket when I lose my little sketch pad. Right. And I was with you down in Laguna Beach, and I didn't know if I left it at Trader Joe's, Stephanie Havelka's party, or yeah. a number of an Italian restaurant. We were at many places, mm-hmm. and I eventually just let it go. By the time I got home, Stephanie Helvelka said, hey, your pad's here at my house. I'll mail it to you. Yes. I was so relieved, and uh, I had already accepted that God would take care of it, so it was just a nice bonus. Then, the very next morning, first thing in the morning, I go out to walk the dogs. It's garbage day, and I see this wet, torn up piece of paper yeah. in the gutter. Mm-hmm. I pick it up, and there's another piece next to it, and it's an unmailed envelope torn open, a bill for the gas company yes. with the check. Right. Like, what were you going to do? What was I going to do? I mean, do I just leave it? And I saw it was just written up like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'll dry it off. I'll wrap it together, you know, put yes. it back together in a new envelope and send it off. Yes. And then it occurred to me because you could go, well, I'm a great guy. But what occurred to me more was, wow, someone found my thing yeah. and mailed it to me. Yes. And now I got to reciprocate to the universe yes. to somebody else. Yes. Who's never even going to know That's right. that that happened, but she's not going to incur anything, any problems with her bill. That's and right. it made me think we should all realize that when they like, know that no matter what, God cares for us. And if you're male, even if it gets thrown in a gutter, torn open, yes. that through somebody else, the love of God will work through them to ensure that you're cared for and things work out oh. in a wonderful way. Oh, shoot. Who's that? Hey, guys, I had to hurry right on down here. Oh, Jesus, it's Jesus, Ed. Yeah, well, your show got me so excited. Every time I listen to your show and I hear you guys talking about praying for others, it's just this crazy feeling comes over me. Well, what did you think about that word abracadabra? I heat up, I can't cool down. You got me praying round and round, round and round and round you Subscribe to the funniest thing podcast on iTunes. It's easy. Just go to the iTunes store, the iTunes app on your phone. We love to hear from you. Send all of your stories, comments, and suggestions to funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. Jeremiah, get us on the AM radio. Find the funniest thing fan page on Facebook and like You'll see all the crazy stuff Daryl and Ed are up to when we're not on the radio. Also, you can go to YouTube and find the funniest thing with Daryl and Ed YouTube page and watch crazy video episodes. Also, the most important thing we can say 
is thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Abracadabra. Hocus Pocus. Abracadabra. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 